Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. I am excited to share with you today. I apologize yesterday. I like didn't even have time to post that I wasn't going to be posting a podcast or uploading a podcast. So normally I start on Mondays, um, but we had a Christmas party for the college ministry that I lead. And so one of those days where it was like setting up craziness um, and the end of the day, I'm like, oh my goodness, I did not upload a podcast and it wasn't even intentional, which was sad, you know, when you just forget. So I apologize, uh, but here we are. So hopefully the rest of the week will, will be good. It's that Christmas time, all the things happening. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has the holiday rush and I have to be honest. I like, there's a piece of me that loves the rush of the holidays. Uh, even though I'm like, I also love the slowness, but I really do love being preparing to give gifts. I think the spirit of generosity is something so beautiful. I know that, you know, of course there's the over commercialization of Christmas and all of those things, but I do think there's something so beautiful of coming together in a time and finding ways to be generous and finding ways to give. And so I'm enjoying this season. I hope you are too, even in the busyness and the craziness, but we're going to be reading today Galatians 5 starting in verse um, 17. And we're just going to go ahead and finish chapter five this week. So bear with me. It's going to be a fun ride, but I'm going to go ahead and read. So wherever you are, would you just ask the Holy Spirit to come and to speak, share with you what it is that he wants you to know, what he wants you to remember today. Um, So here we go. And I'm reading in the New Living Translation. I have been hooked here for a while. Um, so verse chapter five, verse 17 says the sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions, but when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear, sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another to, or be jealous of one another. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you fill us? Would you speak to us in a way that only you can? We ask this in your name. Amen. All right, these verses. I hope you're ready. Um, Verse 17 and 18 is what we're focusing on today. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite 
of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Okay, a few things that just jumped off the page to me is, one, that the Spirit gives us desires. And then this wasn't necessarily on the page, but um, I felt like the Holy Spirit just kind of dropped in my heart that awareness is key. Awareness is key. And I kind of asked the Lord, I'm like, what do you mean by that? And when I say like I talk to God, you know, I'm, I don't hear his audible voice, but you kind of just get this sense, right? Where these things that maybe you've thought of before you kind of remember, which is why it's so important for us to spend time in scripture and renew our mind. Because you'll find then one of the ways that the spirit speaks to you is reminding you of scriptures, of reminding you of things that he's said. Um, or things that you've heard in the past. And so this idea of awareness just kind of came to mind. And I think when you're reading these verses, and it ends in 17 by saying, uh, you, so that you are not free to carry out your good intentions. I think those words, like good intentions. So it's almost as if, you know, Paul is assuming that a lot of us are going to start out in life with really good intentions And we're going to have the best intentions, but we're going to find ourselves still not being free to carry them out. And why is that? Because we start letting our flesh rule. We start fulfilling the desires of our flesh over the desires of the spirit. And if we're not, we do this when we're not aware that the flesh is contrary. What the flesh wants is opposite of what the spirit wants. So if we're not aware that at most times our flesh cannot be trusted, and by this I don't mean like don't pay attention to emotions, don't pay attention to, you know, your physical body. I think sometimes there can be some of that confusion of, yes, trust. Like for me, I know I'm probably working too much and doing too much when my body's feeling tired and my flesh is kind of telling me something. So we're not talking about that here, but we're talking about, you know, this idea and even these narratives that we have um, right now, even in culture of, of talking so much about putting ourselves first and, you know, self-care and all that kind of stuff and holy rest, biblical rest, Sabbath, all those things are biblical. But this idea of just focusing on our flesh and fulfilling our desires is not biblical. And when we're not aware of how untrustworthy our flesh is, we can give into it and not even realize that we're doing what is contrary to the spirit. And so Paul is highlighting this here. And I think it's so important for us to recognize in this moment and what Paul is saying to pay attention to the desires, to pay attention where the desires are leading us, which we're going to talk about um, probably tomorrow. But then verse 18 says, when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. We want to be directed by the spirit. And going back to this idea, so first is saying awareness is key. Being aware of what are your desires and are they of the flesh or are they of the spirit? And recognizing sometimes where we get tripped up is even when we fulfill our fleshly desires, we find we're still empty. We're still broken. And it's in those moments that we truly start to understand what the scripture is saying. That if you're being directed by the flesh, you're going to find yourself a prisoner again to the law. You're going to find yourself again not satisfied and not fulfilled even when you got all the things you wanted. Now, this is a really sad um, moment, but there's a woman that I know and she has all the money in the world and we've started to become friends and I've, I've, I've had a few, two, two, three, I think three conversations with her. So even the word friend is maybe a jump, but I'm saying that a little bit prophetically, we're going to be friends. Um, but I meet this woman and the first time I met her was about a year and a half ago. And, um, 
she started to tell me her story instantly and come to find out she has no family. She has no friends. She does have family, but she doesn't speak to them. She doesn't have a relationship with them. Um, she has no friends, but this woman has more money than I could ever imagine. This woman is so wealthy and she has not worked in years. She has just money that was like inherited to her essentially that she was given. And every time then the two other conversations I've had with this woman as I've gotten to know her have been more and more saddening and heartbreaking to hear how lonely she is, to hear the pain that she's in, the suffering that she's in. But from the outside looking in, if you were to hear that the things that she owns, the money that she has, the property that she has, you would think, wow, why shouldn't she be happy? Why shouldn't she be fulfilled? She has all these things that should bring security, that should bring comfort, that should bring joy. But you recognize that what the flesh wants does not lead us, does not direct us to fulfillment because true fulfillment can only be found in Jesus. And sometimes we're led to believe those lies that, well, if we just had enough money, if we just had enough stability, if we just had enough friends, if we were just finally in that relationship or if the relationship or marriage that we're in was finally like so-and-so's or finally what we want, then we will be fulfilled. But what the flesh wants is opposite to what the spirit wants. And as we seek the spirit and as the spirit gives us desires, that's when we're going to find true fulfillment. But I want again to focus on those words of the spirit gives desires. The spirit gives desires. So if you're in a place where maybe it's a sin struggle, maybe there's things that you're saying, I just can't get over this. I can, I still have these desires more times than not. It's not just a behavioral fix. Yes, there's practical things that you can do to change your desires and to change your cravings, right? Like, for instance, I've been going through this health journey right now, this health kick where I did recognize that my flesh was not doing well. And I said, okay, I have to get healthy. So I started to not eat sugar, not eat carbs, to go through that. And guess what? I don't crave sugar as much as I used to. I made these behavioral changes. But there also has to be a heart change, a mindset change. And that's something that only the Lord and his spirit through his son Jesus can do. You see, we can try and modify things and change our behaviors over and over again. We can try and become more disciplined. And there is value in that. There is value in now training our flesh and becoming disciplined to walk like Jesus. However, The spirit is the one that has to give us those desires to do that. And can I tell you, even on this health journey that I've been on, that was something that I prayed every single day for my first few weeks of Holy Spirit, will you come? Will you change my desires? Will you change my cravings? Because I recognize that even in my health, my eating habits, my sleeping habits, my water intake habits, like was not something that was treating my body with the honor that it needed to be treated with as somebody that was made in the image of God. And so I recognize that, yes, this is just, you know, me trying to be healthier, but it's so much more than that. Like even my health journey has been a very spiritual journey for me of saying, Lord, will you change my desires? And in that, I've seen him do that. I've seen him give me um, even greater desires to be healthy and to be whole and to live a sustainable life. And So I want to encourage you today that if you find yourself having desires that you feel like are leading, even as you try to fulfill them, they're just leading you to more emptiness and brokenness, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to give you desires, desires that are holy and pleasing to him. I hope that this is encouraging to you today as you listen to this, to know that the person you are today, you don't have to be tomorrow, a week from now, a year from now, but ask the Holy Spirit to come and give you those desires. 
as always, um, I love this time with you. And if you haven't yet, just want to invite you to go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I created an Instagram. I'm posting just some kind of short video clips of encouragement um, for you as well from the podcast every single day, hopefully when I do it. Um, but I appreciate all of you being on this journey with me of spending time in scripture and truly trusting that the spirit is going to do incredible things. Um, so take time, pray, invite the Holy Spirit to give you new desires today.